0: Hello there and welcome in to Career Competitor. The show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm Steve Meller, your performance coach. And today we are talking all about coaching. I'm welcoming back to the show Lee Povey and I will get to introducing him a little bit more as well as what he's here to talk about with me today. But before I do that, let me just remind you to head to careercompetitor.com where you can learn all about my services as both a performance coach and a culture consultant. Also, with you listening to the show right now, before you go anywhere, why wouldn't you just click the fifth star, okay? It's not too much to ask. Whatever device you're listening to me on right now, go ahead, click that fifth star, drop a rating as well. Some sort of review would be wonderful. And finally, feel free to reach out, steve at koreacompetitor.com, not only to take advantage of a free 30-minute consultation to see how I can maybe be of service to you, but at the same time, I would just simply love to hear from you, what your thoughts are on the show, what how you maybe connect and resonate with the content that we're providing, and furthermore, maybe you or someone you know could be an ideal guest to come on the show. So, so many reasons to be heading to the website, careercompetitor.com, So many reasons to be coming back and enjoying and reviewing and subscribing, for that matter, to the show, and also plenty of reasons to be reaching out to me at steve at careercompetitor.com as well. Now let's get to my friend, Lee Povey, who, like I said, rejoins us on the show to talk about his new service that he has co-founded with another former guest of ours, Miriam Glez, which is called Coach's Soul. Now Coach's Soul is here to support coaches on their journey from surviving to thriving. They provide the support, coaching, community and leadership development that they that you need as a coach in order to excel. Now, the reason I firstly am passionate about this particular topic is because I have been that coach, uh, as has Lee, and that's what we get into within our discussion here. We both come from this background in sports coaching. We have both been witnesses to the difficulties that come with that space. In addition to that, we've been witness to the lack of support that comes in those roles as well. So Coaches Soul is all about that. And it just so happens that both Lee and I are incredibly passionate about being able to provide the type of service and resources possible to those that are looking to find that support as specifically as sports coaches. But we don't just cover that in relation to what it is Coach's Soul is. We go a little bit deeper, a little bit further into what it means to simply care for yourself, prioritize your own health, and make sure that you're creating the type of support system within your world in order to optimize who it is you are. A lot of the content we cover within this show feeds into these principles and into these ideas, but this particular episode is all about focusing and highlighting exactly this area in in relation to the fact that we can never go without enough support, we can never go without enough resources, and we can never over-prioritize taking care of ourselves. So keeping in mind what this show is all about, which is about performing at optimal levels, learning how to compete within your field and do it in ways that you never have done before. My conversation with Lee here is going to really open up your eyes to what it means to be vulnerable, what it means to be honest with yourself, and what it means to create that community that you need in order to thrive and feel as though you are not alone in your journey. So without any further delay, let's introduce my buddy, Lee Povey, back to the Career Competitor Podcast, and I hope you all enjoy well, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show. Falling into elite company, there of returning guests on the Career Competitor Podcast is my friend Lee Povey. Lee, how are you, mate?
1: I'm great. How are you, buddy?
0: Very good. Very good. Delighted to have you back on, and uh, very much for for great reasons too. Uh, you know yourself and uh, Miriam Glez, who's also a uh, a former guest on the podcast too, have joined forces and created a uh, an, a new company in coach's soul and it's something that we're going to chat about here today uh, give you this opportunity now really just to introduce it the maybe even the where, where it originated you know the whole genesis behind it
1: lovely thank you mate uh so um i met miriam through linkedin mm-hmm. um just I, I always had a habit of connecting with other coaches on linkedin uh, saw that she had a company called Athlete Soul, which is to help athletes progress out of sport. Got chatting, realized that we have a lot in common about the way that we see sport, athletes, coaching, the direction we believe that sport and sports coaching should be going in. And decided from our own experiences and the experiences of our colleagues that there was a big hole for supporting sports coaches. So especially now, athletes are getting way more support. Sports psychology is directed at athletes mainly and not so much coaches and support staff. And having been an elite coach myself and knowing how lonely it was, mm-hmm. you know, I actually I was struggling to have people to talk to, to share my experiences with. Right. And I ended up befriending national team coaches from other nations who you think would be my biggest competitors and actually they were in the same position too they didn't have people they could talk to and we were sharing ideas and basically just using each other as a support network and after that experience and talking to miriam and realizing she had a very similar experience too we realized there's a big gap for supporting coaches themselves and everything falls on the coach so you look at a sports coach and the buck stops with them you look at the nba the NFL. If the team isn't producing, the first person to get fired is a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if their best players aren't playing well, because the players aren't committed or not playing well. And, you know, as coaches, we have some role in that for sure. But it's always the coach that is the first to be removed and not the athletes that's the first to be removed. So you have probably the most stressful job of everybody. You're carrying the load, emotional load for everybody, the support staff, the team, the results of the team. And yet, there's very little places for you to go to get support or to get community. Right. So, we've created a company, Coach's <clears> Soul. <throat> the point of Coach's Soul is kind of like four levels of support. So, the first level of support is a membership with a forum, it's going to be free for six months. Come join, come talk about coaching. Uh, I know that you're on there, I'm on there. People can ask us questions, can talk to us about. Um, anything they want they can ask other coaches questions so we've just got a forum where we can get coaches together i don't know of a forum that really exists like that in this way where we can just as coaches talk and there's forums for different sports like this but not specifically for coaches across all sports Mm. so that's level one and part of that membership will be a monthly workshop so the first one is going to be june 8th uh it's eight o'clock um PST, so that's West Coast and American time, a 90-minute workshop on world-class feedback. So that's how we learn, how to give feedback in a way that people can hear it, the common mistakes that we say when coaches are are giving feedback, and then really how to take your feedback and coaching game from good to really world-class and the common habits of world-class coaches. So that's level one. Level two um, is peer groups. So this will be groups for coaches, maximum of a 10 per group, 90 minutes every uh, twice a month. And this will be very similar to the men's, group, men's groups and leadership groups I run. So we get together, we talk about what comes up for you as a coach. We talk about how you be in the world and how that impacts your athletes and impacts your staff. And we work on that and help you be the best version of yourself and the best leader that you could possibly be. And then the last two levels are... Video analysis of you coaching, super powerful. I've had it done to me both as an emotional coach and as a sports coach. Mm-hmm. Probably the best training aid I've ever had. Um, And quite uh, eye-opening and and somewhat scary the first time it happens. And yeah. you watch very yourself revealing. back.
0: Very revealing. Very yeah.
1: revealing. You watch <laughs> yourself back and you're like, oh, well, I didn't realize I'd do that right um it ups your game so quickly mm-hmm. so we'll be offering that and then one-to-one emotional coaching from one of our mentor coaches which you will i'm very excited to say you'll be joining this on
0: <laughs> absolutely mm. and i wanted to obviously get to that you know for me this mm. is um you know I, I love hopping on this passion project of yours and and, and being involved and it, the, the moment you i think you probably spoke to me about it for about 20 seconds and i Probably stopped you and said, "Sign me up." Just let yeah. me know. Let me know when it. Let me know when it. You roll it out, and I'm there. um and, and and so, the the reason I was that passionate about it was that the gap is, the gap is there. The gap is there in this market. If you want to make it a business analogy, but just in terms of a human analogy, there's a there's a there's a massive gap in what it means to be supported as an elite coach, and especially in the in the in the world of sport. And as you said, it is a a lonely place uh, at times, and, and and when you when things aren't going well for the athlete, you do become a figure of blame, and and that's tough. And on the flip side of that, when things do go well for the athlete, more often than not, the athlete is the one that gets all the acknowledgement <laughs> for that that work, and yeah. sometimes even just simply trying to rationalize a, a process like that, which in, in, on the surface, if you presented. Uh, An opportunity to someone where, you know, if things don't go well, you'll be berated. And if things do go well, no one will acknowledge it. Someone will say, I I don't want to sign up for that. And yet (laughs) we have thousands upon thousands of people that do it for a living. Um, So with that being said, I think that was one of the things that really resonated with me is like, what does that gap look like in terms of a service like this being inserted into it and connecting people from a place of where they can feel lonely, they can feel isolated, to having a place where they can be heard and and certainly supported?
1: There's a couple of things there that I think I really want to highlight. So one, I think you really eloquently describe what elite coaching is. The buck stops with you. You're responsible for the athlete's performances. And, you know, if it's an individual sport and the team's performances, if it's a team sport, uh, you're the most at risk, yet you get the least of the rewards emotionally. So the athletes get applauded, the, the team gets applauded, and usually, I mean, sometimes, especially in professional sports, here it's a little different. Mm. But you know, if you're talking of Olympic sports, most people wouldn't have an idea who the coach is. They sure. just see that Olympic athlete going out there and winning. Sure. Or you know, if it's teams like uh, you know, <clears throat> amateur or Olympic soccer, for example, most people don't know who the coach is. They just see the team. Sure. So one of the great things about the world that I'm in now, which is this emotional coaching, leadership coaching world, is how we recognize, acknowledge, and support each other in that community. And it really opened my eyes to what is possible and how you can support another human being, but also how you can support another leader in their leadership and really see them and acknowledge them. So a big part of what we will do will be acknowledging great coaching, And I'm not just talking about results. I'm talking about the way that coaches speak to their athletes, the way that they hold a room, the way that they hold attention, the way that they care for their athletes. The the subtle stuff that the outside world doesn't see, you will get supported there by either your individual coach member, the forum, or if you're in one of the leadership groups. Uh, And I think that's going to be really impactful. You know, I was talking to a world-class coach last week, and he said he knows that when he when he ends his career, his athletes aren't going to remember him. And I said, I, you know, I, I pushed a bit on that. And I said, sure. yeah, I think you're having a bigger impact than you realize. Yeah. But, you know, he said their job is to be selfish. And then the next coach will come along and they'll work with the next coach. And I know that he's been impactful. And I think you'll be a bit surprised that people will keep in touch with him. <laughs> but that's often how it feels as a coach. Like to the athletes, you're just part of the, puzzle you know you're just somebody that helps them get to where they want to get mm-hmm. and being able to support coaches and to really help you get recognized and I don't blame the athletes for this because I actually think you know a healthy way for an elite athlete to be is mm-hmm. extremely selfish they yeah. should be looking at everybody to support them be the best version of them so I don't have you know any. Um, blame with athletes they're not doing anything wrong it's just yeah. that's the nature of being an elite coaches you get messed up them
0: yeah it's a, it's a really a couple of really valuable points there um I'll, I'll try to come back to the 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 idea of, of of the impact people like yourself are having within the business world and, and then the results and how welcoming the results are obviously are in that world but off that last point that you made there just in the the opportunity to add something to this world of elite level sport um is how people need to hear this this isn't there's no fires to be put out you know and i think this is something that i'm something that i currently do in my world now working with some leaders working with some teams and organizations when i talk about culture i try to let them know like listen we don't need a fire to put out for there to be a for for there to be something to work on this can just simply be an evolution this can just be something that we're adding to what already exists and i think so much of what you're saying here is you know this isn't a hey athletes give up some of the limelight for crying out loud that's not what that's not what we're saying here you know this is not that at all It's, it's yeah it's us being able to say listen coaches there's there's just this gap where we can insert a service there's a there's a gap where we can insert some conversation some support that for some reason, has gone decades upon decades, centuries upon centuries without being filled, and we're we're saying now's that time. And I, I think that's just a really important thing to just add to what you were saying there, because we do live in a culture where it's like, well, if we're going to do this, what's the problem, or, or or who do we have to blame, so to speak? You know, this is there's no blame game here. This is simply yeah. saying, listen, we we recognize a gap, and we're and and we're here to offer a service that can, can help with that gap that can satisfy some of the issues there. But just, I I do want to go back to also what you were saying there about how it's, this is already, and has been working in the corporate sector for a long, long time. This was something that 20, 30 years ago, the term coach didn't exist in that era, in that area either. The idea of a leader giving up information about themselves and, and being vulnerable with another person to, to advance their own ability to to be supportive to those that they oversee, to advance their prof- you know, their profession and their career. That didn't exist. And that was a gap at the time. And that gap has been filled. And it continues to be filled and it continues to be built upon. And that's very much where we are here. This is as I used that word Genesis before, I think this is where we are in, in, in what you're presenting here through Coach's Soul is we're at the potentially at the beginning of something that could be enormous. And again, like I said, I that's why I didn't hesitate for even a moment to hop on and get involved.
1: Thank you, Steve. Uh, I'm in a bit of an unusual position, because I was an elite athlete as a junior, realized I wasn't quite going to be world class. So went the business route, worked in real estate for 12 years, including having my own company at the end of it, got a ton of training on leadership and uh, how to coach my staff. And then went the opposite way, went back to sport and came to sport with a business background, which allowed me to look at sport in a probably somewhat more professional way than some coaches do. Because most coaches go immediately from being an athlete to being a coach. And I had that business background of training. And then now I've gone back the other way and I've taken everything I learned in sport about leadership, culture, commitment, values, passion, drive, and I'm taking that to business. And there's a lot that you can take from sport to business. What you're describing and what we haven't seen a lot of yet is a lot more of this leadership stuff from business going back to sport. Mm. We assume coaches know everything about leadership because you immediately right. get the recognition of, well, you're the coach. Right. You're in charge. Yet leadership is a skill the same as everything else. Leadership is a skill the same as improving your tennis serve as a skill. You know, the same as squatting more weight in a gym to improve your athletic performance. These are all skills and they're all trainable leadership, culture, holding a group, knowing how to emotionally connect with people. And probably most important of all of that, knowing yourself so well that you know when you're getting in the way and you know the triggers to avoid and how to work around your own ways of adapting to the world. That stuff makes such a difference. And leaders in corporations are buying into that in bucket loads. Like I am so busy working with these corporations. And yet I see this big gap in, in sports coaches. And I think partly it's because there's a, there's a belief that sports coaches must be martyrs. So, you know, most sports coaching was amateur until reasonably recently. Even at Olympic levels now, like the wages are still low in lots of sports, you know, my sport, track cycling, the wage was, I had to have my own private coaching business to be able to afford to be the national team coach. You know, what a thing to say <laughs> for a sport that has the potential of six Olympic gold medals. You know, it's mm. crazy to think like that, but that's what the funding is like in, in some of these Olympic sports. So they are still in a white amateur and you're expected to be a martyr and to give your time up and to do stuff for free. And we want to help change that too. We want to really help make all these sports more professional, help coaches be more professional in their outlook and their demands and how they are supported themselves. Mm -hmm. Because there's so much that athletics and elite sports can learn from the world of business and how those leaders look at leadership, how they look at empowering everybody around them to be leaders. Instead of thinking as the coach, you have to have all the answers and the buck stops with you. Mm
0: Yep, you don't have it all figured out, and I think it's just it's it's funny how we're having this conversation. I put something on social media for what it's worth, just twenty four hours ago, about exactly this message of just not having it all figured out, and here you and I are in a profession now. Building, building our own respective businesses based around this idea of facilitating growth and improvement or however you want to put it in other people and so much of your work you know on on just conscious consciousness and conscious conscious leadership and you know I, I'm going to put in the show notes um, you know the, the first time when you came on too because it's important that people go back and listen more about your story more about the way you do what it is you do every single day but a lot of what I do is about the optimal self and, and striving towards that and shaping that but so much of what we're both talking about here is knowing yourself as you put it there before. It's just, if, if there's any reason to look into something like this, a service like this to have a curiosity towards, okay, maybe this is just going to help me know myself a little bit better. Uh, And and through knowing myself better, won't it be easier for me to show up as the version of myself that I feel most comfortable with? And through that, won't that even be easier then for me to have that vulnerability at times where i just maybe break that wall down and just say listen yes i'm the coach but i'm going to admit it i don't have the answer here and i would love to hear your insight athlete i would love to hear your insight assistant coach that works with me whoever it may be i would love your insight because i don't have the answer on this occasion i don't want to portray to you that i always do you know that that comfort of knowing yourself will always allow you to bring a more authentic version of yourself to the table each and every day and it's something that just it speaks to me so much because quite honestly our stories are so similar in that we both went to the top of the mountain in many ways as coaches in the sports world and then we just kind of hopped off at the top of the mountain and <laughs> just said you know what we're good I'm going to venture back down and, and climb up another mountain in a different world and, and and we've now been able to start this climb you're a few months ahead of me in that regard but we can look back at that experience that we had in our elite sports world in our, in our elite sports careers and see the gap and understand that the need for this this service and and very much see the importance as, as two people that do so much work on knowing themselves as you and i do and then obviously facilitating that with others now looking back on that world and saying yeah there's there's a there's there's need for that over there too
1: yeah i mean yeah <clears throat> I say this to the clients I work with all the time. I don't have all the answers. It's Mm -hmm. not my job to have all the answers. My job is to support you in discovering the right answer for yourself. Mm -hmm. And as sports coaches, when we think we have to have all the answers, it kind of pushes us into a place where we start to make stuff up. And the athletes know this. And it really affects trust. You know, I was speaking to an athlete that I used to coach, and we were talking about coaching. And he said something very flattering. He said, you're still the best coach I've ever had. And he's gone on to have many world-class coaches. And I was like, wow, why? You know, look at the results you're having with these coaches. And he said, it's not necessarily about that. It's about the fact that you never thought you knew it all. (laughs) He said, I've had other coaches. I take an idea to them. And they'll tell me why this idea can't work without even listening to it. Because for them, it's somehow leaves them feeling like they're less of a coach if they didn't already know this thing and they don't know everything about it so they just shoot it down and he said with you i'd come to you with an idea and your first response would be that's interesting let's look at it Mm -hmm. and you might even task me with going off like the athlete and i'd say to them right go and go and research this come back to me with more data let's see what we can find out about it or let's try it Mm -hmm. and i think there's a there's this uh, kind of disconnect between being a leader and having all the answers. And lots of leaders think it's your responsibility to have all the answers, when actually you look around the room, and you've got so much wisdom in the room, like the athletes know themselves better than we know them. So instead of telling them what to do the whole time, we should be asking them, hey, what do you need? What do you think? How's this working for you? How's your body responding to this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm I used to be on a lot of sports forums and track cycling forums and stuff. And we'd spend so much time talking about technical issues. Like how do I ride my bike faster? How do I lift more in the gym to ride my bike faster? And so little time talking about our emotional wellness and what difference that makes. And for coaches, that's such a huge part of it, how you connect to the athlete. You know, as a, as a coach, as a sports coach, I didn't get any training on that. Any of the training or qualifications I've had, to, be, I had to, to do to be able to do my sport, none of them have touched on how you communicate with your athletes. Mm-hmm. What's appropriate, what's not appropriate. We have that from say sport from like, a, hey, what's appropriate from a safety point of view, of course, right. but not to, what's appropriate from a learning point of view or a supportive mm-hmm. point of view. Like what's your job? Where do you... Uh, refer out to maybe, you know, a therapist as in a as a you know emotional therapist. You know, where where does it stop? Where do you stop as a coach? Where should you employ an emotional coach instead of you? Or where should you employ a sports psychologist? And then how do we help you as coaches have a bigger breadth as well? Mm -hmm. None of that was discussed. It's just, you know, how do you get on the bike and go faster?
0: right and that and the the thing is with the safe sports and and all this other stuff they have their place but they're there to that they're they're there to make sure we don't have problems they're there to make sure that we don't get in trouble as opposed to enhance empower yes. build and yeah. that's what we're talking about here we're talking we're talking about adding on something we're adding we're talking about building and and, and facilitating growth and we're, we're not talking about Covering our asses, so to speak, in terms of making sure we don't do something wrong, and I think that's again, it's really important to hear that because again, as this whole, is if we want to dive another layer here, it's just like it, once we go into the way athletes have now started to be supported, it's great, but we're we're opening a massive hole with that huge hole when we talk about mental health. Well, is it mental health or is it mental performance? Like, what well, what does the what does the individual need? And it's great that we're starting to look at that. But again, how do we do that in a way where we are always trying to empower and enhance as opposed to, oh, let's just make sure we're covering ourselves and not getting ourselves in trouble in the long term. Because for me, that's why I use the analogy of putting out fires before. I I hate putting out fires. That's not, I don't like living a life of putting out fires because it's reactionary. That's not, a reactionary life is never going to be a fulfilling life. And for, for, for what we're talking about here, we're, we're, We're seeing the big picture. We're we're looking beyond the current situation and saying, how do we build? How do we enhance? How do we add support? Well, how do you want to put it? Put it in ways where we can always discover more through the process as opposed to, as you were saying, so many things that are in place right now, we're just maintaining. We're just making sure we're not getting in trouble. And that's not what this service (laughs) is. And that's not what it's about. And I know you and I obviously see that the same way. Yeah,
1: um, that's a great distinction. Um, often people look at things like sports psychology um, emotional coaching as putting fires out putting right. a band-aid on and actually that's not how i look at it at all i look at it as developing really solid skill sets so that you don't have fires anymore
0: right. you know you,
1: you you develop such good skill sets that you don't get to that place mm-hmm. uh, and even if you do you know what to do with it immediately you know you know how to proceed from there and, you know, I really like the slant you're taking here about enhance it. The way I look at the world is everybody's doing the best they can with what they've got. And by that, I mean, th- there's very few evil people in the world,
0: Sure,
1: right? Most people are really genuine. They're trying to do the best they can. And when we see people struggling or not doing it how we think they should do it or not doing it in optimal ways, they're not consciously trying to do that. Right, right. It's usually a lack of training or a lack of skill sets available to them. It's not because they don't want it. It's just because they've not been experienced to it. You know, I think about myself and my journey and I was terrible at giving feedback. Mm-hmm. Now I've always been really analytical and very observant. So I could always walk into any sport arena. It doesn't even matter the sport and tell you how somebody could be doing something better and especially the sports that I was interested in. Mm -hmm. I can tell you exactly how everybody in the room should be doing it better. (laughs) And I just walk up to them and tell them. And I can tell you now that's really ineffective Mm because actually what you do is you make the other person feel worse. You make them feel like they're failing. You make them feel like they're not good at what they're doing. And instead, you can go and do a collaborative approach. First, you can see if they're open to the feedback. Then if they are, speak to them about where they believe they're at now and then look for the gaps and the gain areas that you do collaboratively rather than this big kind of bad guy coming and saying, hey, let me tell you all the ways that you're rubbish. <laughs> that wasn't my intent. My intent hasn't changed. My intent okay. is to improve the world like it's yeah. generally to improve the world. But my skill set was so poor, my impact was very different to how it is now and I see that in business, and I see that in coaching. I do these workshops of business on giving feedback, so performance reviews, how they're coaching their staffs, and you see a dramatic impact just from some subtle language changes, Mm -hmm. and we want to bring this to the world of sports. We don't want coaches to think they have to have all the answers. We want them to be curious and to realize it's just a lifelong journey of growing rather than I'm the coach, I must know everything, or I'm a failure nobody knows everything and things change you know what I knew 10 years ago there's different protocols now
0: exactly I mean that's and that's probably part two part three part four of another podcast <laughs> <laughs> of, of how things evolve and how we must change and adapt but the if there's you know for, for for me to sort of have my final say with this whole thing like the curiosity is is key it's just and you already use the word it's a word I use frequently on a daily daily basis with clients and even just when i'm having that self-talk with myself just like what are you missing what are you not seeing you know and, and are you rushing this are you seeing it uh, incorrectly whatever it might be that curiosity to always ask one more question to have one more sense of discovery and willingness to discover uh through a process and so much of what we've talked about here and so much of the the idea behind this uh, service that this coach is coach's soul is it's going to facilitate people that arrive curious. Like if, if, if you yeah. arrive curious, you are going to get so much out of this. And, and, and that is when you look at the way in which you coach your athletes, would you ask for much more from an athlete? When you think about it, you talk about someone who's coachable. I mean, curiosity is a beautiful trait for an athlete to have when you talk about being coachable. Curiosity so.
1: and honesty. Are you right. curious and can you tell me the truth? Right. Um, they're the two things that made the biggest difference that I saw for athletes. Totally. Are they curious and they're telling themselves and others the truth? And uh, there's an author called Adam Grant um, who thinks about this stuff in a way that I really like, which is how can I disprove my position rather than how can I prove my position? Mm -hmm. Because so many of us are programmed to be really good at finding information to prove our current position. So when we're talking about dogma and being dogmatic, it's very easy to say, well, I did this before and it worked because I got a good result and not oh, I did that before and it got a result. But I wonder if the result could have been better if I'd done it a different way. Right. That's where world class coaches sit. The best coaches that I work, sports coaches, the best leaders I work with, they don't go, oh, that worked before. So we're going to keep doing it. They go, how can I change this to be better? What is it? As you just said, what is it I'm missing? How can I change this to be better? How can I disprove the way we're doing it right now and find a better way of doing it? And there's bravery, there's curiosity, and there's honesty in that. And if you can keep being brave, keep being curious, and keep being honest with yourself and then others, you're going to really evolve. And my job and your job as emotional coaches is just to hold somebody's hand and support them in that journey. You know, when we run these leadership groups, there's so much wisdom in the room. I'm not the person that's telling everybody what to do. Uh I'm facilitating the wisdom in the room to come out and people to feel comfortable to share of their experiences, both good and bad, in a way that the entire room learns from it. Now, I might share some emotional models to speed that process up, and I might share some emotional models to help us locate where we are and give us language to understand what we're saying and what other people are saying. But I'm not giving you the answers. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to teach you how to be better at your sport. I'm going to teach you how to be able to understand yourself in such a way that you have the biggest impact possible.
0: Right. Get to know yourself. and I think that's... uh... It's a great message to finish this on. But before I let you go, Lee, tell everybody where they need to be going to to obviously learn all about everything that Coach's Soul is going to be able to offer them.
1: Lovely. Thank you, mate. Yeah, uh, jump onto the website, Uh, Sign up for the forum. Um, we're doing, as I said, six months free membership. Code is on the website. Sign up, get your free membership, get on the forum, get actively involved in the discussions. Come to the first workshop that we have on the 8th of June. You have to sign up for the forum first and then you'll get access to that workshop and then book a free consultation with me or one of the other coaches to understand what this is. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be a bit abstract to sit here and talk about leadership and coaching. Jump on a call with one of us. We offer free calls, jump on, understand what it's about. Uh, We do a concierge service. So somebody will be, put in contact with me, then I'll recommend two or three coaches that I think will best suit you. Go and interview them. See if, who, who you think is right for you. Find out what this is about and then do your work. Do your <laughs> <Yeah>. work. <laughs> do I'm, your I'm work. coached. I'm in a group. Uh, I'm actually in two groups. I have my individual coach. I'm in a men's group. I know that even where I'm at and 20, 30 years of work on this, I've still got a lot of growth to do to understand me enough to be able to support others. And that's my journey is keep understanding me more to support others. And you keep nailing this on the head, Steve, the more we understand ourselves, the more impactful we can be.
0: 100%. Well, good stuff. Um, I'm so glad we were able to do this. Uh, it goes a little bit off what we normally do, but the the beauty, the beauty of this is it, it kind of became exactly what the show is all about through the process of it too. So how about that? We kind of, um, you know checked a few boxes along the way and i I think created a an episode that hey listen even if you're not in the coaching world i think you you understand as any any passionate leader or certainly wannabe leader um that there's some messages here that were for you and 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 for you to benefit from if you were listening carefully enough so lee thanks for the time really appreciate it can't wait to continue working on this obviously with you mate and uh yeah i'm sure we'll be talking soon thank you buddy And my thanks again to Lee for joining me back on the show to talk about everything in relation to Coach's Soul and also just to have a conversation. It really wasn't an interview as much as it was a conversation between Lee and I, and that's when the show is, in my opinion, really at its best. Uh, it's truest self when two individuals are just chatting away and we're revealing ideas and theories and perspectives about what it is we do, how it is we found success, And what we believe is essential in other people finding their success too. So Lee and I very much were able to do that in our conversation. In addition to that, if you are a person within the sports world as a coach, or if you know of anyone who is coaching within the sports world, make sure you're heading to coachessoul.com. Learn about the service. Learn about how this can be utilized by yourself. There's probably no better time to do it than right as Coach's Soul is getting going simply because it's it's in its cheapest form. How about that? How about a financial incentive? This is as cheap as it's ever going to get to be part of something like this. So make sure you're taking the time to get involved, to to reach out to someone like Lee. Heck, you can even reach out to myself and I'll act as a middleman between you and, and Lee and, and Miriam as well over there with Coach's Soul. But also be sure to listen and pay attention to what it was that we covered here in relation to what it means to engage with your emotions, to validate the fact that you aren't alone and that you do need support and you do need help. And for those of you that maybe have no connection to the sports world at this point, if you're still listening to the show 38 minutes in at this point, then I would really recommend that you consider what it means to be coached and the the, the impact that it can have on your world, on your career. If you are someone that feels as though they have the means to invest in coaching, then You need to do it. You need to find out what this type of a resource can do for you. And this isn't my way of plugging myself. There's hundreds upon thousands of coaches the world over. There's going to be one out there for you. There's going to be one out there that works within what it is you're doing. So just don't hesitate to at least reach out and see if something like that could be of use to you. Because it's good to feel supported. It's good to feel as though your intentions are being met in a way that is healthy. That you can strive towards being successful and not do it at a detriment to your health and to your well-being. And that's what working in a world like this is all about. And that's what investing in resources like this is also all about. So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate the fact that you've uh, been willing to stay with me here through the 40th minute of the episode. If you're still listening, make sure you click that fifth star on your way out. Leave a review. Feel free to reach out to me, Steve, at Career Competitor. Subscribe to the show, go to the website, blah, 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 right? Oh, so on and so forth. Just do all of the things because Career Competitor is here to facilitate your performance, your growth, and to help you reach optimal levels. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. Best of luck with anything and everything you've got going on within your world. And bye for now.